Praise the Lord, everybody. Yes, this is your sister, your friend, Evangelist Shanika Harris, hailing out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I pray that all is well with you and your family. Listen, once again, I just want to thank you, yes, and even you who've been listening to my broadcast by any, you know, social media platform you have been listening to thank you god bless you for listening uh to my messages i pray that you know the messages has been a spiritual blessing to you um you know if you would ever like to sow seed into this ministry it is dollar sign mika m-e-k-a dessert candles if you need any prayer or consultation um you can definitely call me at area code 262 899-1886 please turn on your notifications share posts let someone know that the word is going forth so let's continue on praying for the nation as a whole let's pray for our youth let's continue on praying for our uh, caretakers doctors and nurses and all those who's going through any matter of sickness or disease trials and tribulations uh, we're living in pandemic times, so we're, we're all going through something. Yours might not be mine, and mine's not be yours. But guess what? We all need to continue on praying for one another. So let us go into a moment of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you, God. We praise you. We give you honor. Lord, we give you good, good, good praise. Hallelujah, for you are good. You deserve all praise. You deserve all honor and glory. Lord, we come to Shabbat your name. We come to magnify you. God, we come to lift you up on high. Hallelujah. God, your word said if we lift you up, you will draw all men unto thee. Lord, we just thank you for this beautiful day that we have. We thank you for the activities of our limbs, our health and our strength. Lord, we thank you for food, clothes, and shelter. So many people might take it for granted. But, Lord, we thank you. God, we're asking you even on today to heal the sick and afflicted. Lord, those who are going through trials and tribulations, God, we know you to be the rock. Hallelujah. In a weary land, even when we feel like we can't make it. Lord, we thank you that your strength is made perfect in weakness. God, we thank you that we can cry out, Abba, Father, and you hear our prayers, God. Lord, we're praying for the nation as a whole, Lord. There's so much going on in the land. It's so much of injustice, so much of violence and different things going on. But God, we thank you that you are a present help in a time of trouble. Lord, we ask you to stretch out your mighty hand of power. Touch in the name of Jesus. Somebody in the hospital, even on today, we know you to be a healer. God, heal in the name of Jesus. God, somebody is incarcerated. Lord, they don't know which way to turn. Lord, Father, we pray that you deal with them even now in the prison cell. Lord, give them a heart of repentance, God. Lord, we're praying for our youth, Lord, that they fall back in love with you, those who left your kingdom. Lord, Father, touch in the name of Jesus. Lord, those who are going through persecution and those 
those who are going through financially. God, we know you to be a provider. God, we're standing on your word, knowing that you can do all things but fail. God, we thank you even when mom and father forsake us. God, your word said that you would take us in. God, we thank you that you would never leave us, nigh forsake us. God, we thank you that you would touch the president mind, Lord. Give him wisdom how to lead this country. Lord, touch our doctors and nurses, our caretakers, Lord, on how to go forth in your name. Lord, we plead the blood even now over those who don't know which way to turn, those who haven't submitted to your will. Lord, give them a heart of repentance even now. Lord, as I go in to speak your word, Father, we come against anything that's not like you. We come against principalities in high places. We come against witches and warlocks, anything to try to stop this word. Father, it will not be reversed. We decree and declare your word is so. Father, we stand on it because we know it has been proven. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. We thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you're going to do. God, the best is still yet to come. We decree and declare your word is so. And we speak it in that mighty, that matchless, that healing, that deliverance name in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about y'all, but I get excited. Hallelujah. When I talk about my Savior, I get excited when I talk about Jesus. I get excited when I talk about the Son of God. Hallelujah. The Bible said that he gave his only begotten Son. Hallelujah. I thank God that he gave his best for you. And yes, even you. Hallelujah. Listen, April, I don't know if you if you know this, but April is the month of domestic violence awareness. It's also the month of financial growth. Listen, if you are in any, in any domestic violence situation, know that you don't have to be in that situation. Know that you are the apple of God's eye and he wants the best for you. Hallelujah. Know that you need to make sure your finances is lined up in the will of God. The Bible said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, seek the kingdom of God. And guess what? Everything else will be added. Listen, make sure you sow and seed. Make sure you putting your funds in God's hand. Uh-huh. He can take a little bit and make a whole lot. Hallelujah. I'm talking about something that I tried. I'm talking about something that I do on a daily basis. We want to build up the kingdom. So many times we build up everything else, but God want to know, can you build up his kingdom? Can you do the will of his? Hallelujah. Well, what I want to talk about on today is getting out of the boat and taking God out of the box. Hallelujah. Getting out of the boat and taking God out of the box. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 14, and we're going to start at verse 23, and we're going to go down to at least 33. Now listen, for the sake of time, I want to paraphrase. At this time, Jesus and his disciples had just got done feeding the 5,000 with the fish, the two fish and the five loaves. They just got done feeding a crowd of people. And Jesus told the disciples, get in the boat. Hallelujah. And I'll meet you on the other side. Hallelujah. And Jesus went to go pray. Now, listen, this is serious. The son of God, he went to pray. He went to pray to his father. And guess what? If the son of God got time to pray and got time to fill away and commune with the father, that means we got to do it. Listen, the Bible said man should always pray 
and not faint. Listen, the Bible also said, when you pray, pray like this. Our Father, it's a model prayer. Prayer is so important. You're communicating with your Father in heaven. You're communicating with God who can do all things but fail. Sometimes we so quick to call mom and dad and we so quick to call our brothers and sisters and that's all good. But some stuff only God can do. Now he can do all things. Hallelujah. But you know how sometimes we want to talk to that fleshly person. Well, I tell you, take it to God in prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And watch and work it out. We have to commune. We are living in a day of time. It's time to press and push and be persistent and diligently in prayer. Now, prayer is nothing difficult. It's talking like I'm talking to you. It's communicating. Hallelujah. But you're communicating with your father. You don't got to use big words. And, you know, some people feel like they, you know, they, they don't know how to pray. All you're doing is communicating. You're saying, God, it is I. And you don't have to use Hebrew words. You don't have to use seven different languages, but you can come to God as I'm coming to you and just commune with him. Jesus went to his father in prayer. Uh-huh. He stole away. He stealed away. He, he, he went alone and the disciples was in the boat. And the Bible said in the third hour, this was like three, four in the morning. The boat starts shaking and it was it was a storm. And I mean, the water was shaking and they must have heard thundering and the disciples got afraid. Uh-huh. They got afraid. And we are living in a day of time of pandemic. What living in a day of time is a murder and spirit out on the land. It's a suicidal spirit out. Strong strongholds, depression, anxiety attacks, panic attacks, and it's all types of matter of things that's going on because the Son of God is soon to come. Uh-huh. And so this is your time and season. Whatever storm you going through is to trust God, to don't be afraid. Listen, the Bible said he did not give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us power, uh-huh, love and a sound mind. You don't have to be afraid. Whatever storm that you in, know that God is in the storm with you. Hallelujah. Knowing that that the Prince of Peace is in the storm with you. And a lot of times we're so afraid where we, we stay in situations that is that is not healthy for us. We're staying in situations that is dysfunctional. And Jesus is bidding us to come out of the boat. Jesus is bidding us to come out of stand on his word. And, and a lot of times we like to stay in that comfortable place, even though it's dysfunctional. And a lot of people are living in dysfunctional places. They're they're in dysfunctional relationships and, and they're dealing with all matter of things that instead of trusting God, they rather stick with comfortability. Well, at least I know what I'm in. And some people say, I'd rather deal with the devil I know than the devil I don't know. The devil is a liar. If Jesus bids you to come, you got to trust him. And, and and so as the winds was blowing, as the water was seemed like it was ready to come in the boat, can you just picture this? The 12 disciples in the boat and they shaking and they're like, okay, what's going on? But you got to remember if Jesus say, go and do something, he's not going to tell you what's in ahead of you because us as people, we're thinkers. But our few minds, our, our, our human minds cannot think like Christ. And so he didn't tell them about how it was going to be a storm. You know why? Because he wanted to build their faith. 
Some people is in a faith test. Some people is in a faith storm where things are falling from the left and the right and you're trying to do this and you're trying to do that. You trying to do it. But Jesus is saying, come unto me, all those who are heavy and laden, I will give you rest. But a lot of times we try to handle situations on our own. And, and so as the disciples was going through and they seen the storm, suddenly they seen Jesus walking on the water. And they thought it was a ghost. Sometimes when we go through trials and tribulations in life, it's really strange, especially if we haven't been in it before. It could be a financial difficult. It could be a sickness. It could be relationship. And sometimes we say, God, what is this? Why am I going through this? And why am I going through this storm? Instead of saying, God, okay, I'm going through this situation, but it's a purpose. Listen, beloved, know that whatever you're going through is not for your demise. It's not for your destruction, but it's to make you better. It's a purpose for your pain. It's a message in your mess. Know that God want to take you out of that comfortable situation and push you. But a lot of times we don't want to go to the unknown. The unknown is not comfortable because we don't know what it is. And, and so we are afraid. And so as Jesus was walking on the water, he said, be not afraid. It is I letting you know I'm in here with you. You're going to come out of this storm. If he brought you to it, trust and believe he's going to bring you through it. And Peter, see, a lot of people always have something to say about Peter because he, he said, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come. Listen, there's some people that God told you to write that book and you still ain't wrote it. Because you saying, well, God, I don't got enough of time. I'm busy at work and I'm busy with the kids. And, and Jesus steady telling you, listen, write that book. Jesus steady telling you, listen, you need to submit your life to me. Let go of that dysfunctional relationship. Let go of the people who got your problem and get with people who got your solution. But we steady saying, well, God, not right now. You know, I, I, I know I need to be saved, but I got a little more time. The devil is a liar. Time. Is not on our side. The Bible said our salvation is closer, hallelujah, than when we first believed. So don't allow the enemy to allow you to think you got time. Listen, there's so many people who have died in this pandemic, who died on the streets of different countries and cities. They did not know that that was going to be their last time. And I'm not trying to put fear in you, but what I am trying to do is urge you to submit your will to God's will. Hallelujah. We don't know our last day. We don't know our last time. And so you don't want to play Russian roulette with your life. You don't want to be in a season where you don't know you in the season of reaping. You don't want to be in a season where God is calling you to a higher dimension, to a higher place in him. You don't want to be in a situation where God has a blessing for you, but you're trying to process that thing in your head. Listen, you will never understand the things of the Lord because his thoughts is higher than ours. Uh huh. So what you're doing is you're trying to process what Jesus is telling you to do. But listen, you have to know your obedience is attached to your miracle. You're trying to progress. You're trying to say, okay, Lord, I'm trying to understand how you telling me I can do this. And I only got a thousand dollars in my bank, but you telling me to open a business, but you telling me to open a church. God, I don't, I don't understand this. This is not common sense. God don't work with common sense. Hallelujah. He know what he doing. So he told Peter, come. He said, Jesus, if it's you, if you know this is Jesus, you got to do what he said, do. Hallelujah. He said, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come. He said, come. 
And Peter walked out on the water. But guess what? Like a lot of us do, we'll say, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to step out of this situation. Lord, you've been telling me to do this and you've been telling me to do this. Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to step out. As soon as we step out, a storm comes and we get our eyes off of Jesus and we go right back to that dysfunction. We go right back to some people might be selling drugs or own drugs and alcohol. Some people might be in in a different matter of things and we go right back to what we know, that familiar spirit. Hallelujah, because we don't want to deal with the storm. We get afraid. And so we go back. And as soon as he seen Jesus, as soon as he seen the winds blowing, he starts sinking. And he said, Lord, save me. And Jesus grabbed his hand and they got in the boat. The wind stopped blowing. The the, the water started ceasing. Everything was peaceful because they had the Prince of Peace on the boat. But he said, oh, you of little faith. Listen, you got to take God out of the box. Listen, you got to know that God is bigger than uh, just the phone bill. You got to know God is just bigger than, than, than uh, paying your electric bill. He's so much bigger. Uh-huh. But we have to trust him. He want to he want to elevate our faith in him. He wants you to trust him with everything that you have within you. You got to take Jesus out of the box. You will say, oh, yeah, God, I know you'll do that for that person. I know you'll do that for that person. But Lord, I don't know if you'll do it for me. Yes, he will. The Bible said God is no respective person. What he do for one, he will do for you. He will do it. Sometimes we believe God for everybody else. But God said, well, what about you? I want to do something within you. I want to birth something within you. I want you to put your hands on something and make it happen. Hallelujah. But you got to get out of that comfortable situation. You got to take God out the box and trust him for what he said he could do. He can make all things new, but you got to trust him. You got to be like Peter and say, Lord, you know what? If this is you, if you bidding me to go, even though I don't understand it, even though I don't see it, God, I'm going to trust you. Because you want to take me to the next level. You want to take me to the next dimension in you. You want to take me higher in you. But honoring to go higher, you got to get out of that comfortable place. You got to trust him. And sometimes when we feel like we, we don't know what's going on and we're we're not in control, we go back to the familiar. We go back to the drugs. We go back to uh, dealing with different ones who's uh, uh, in the nightclubs. We go back to uh, the bad situation, even though we know it ain't good, but at least I know it. That's dysfunctional. And that's from the enemy. God want to take you to the next level. He wants you to take him out of the box and trust him that he can do more exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think. Uh huh. He can do it for you, woman of God. He can do it for you, man of God. But can you get out that comfortable place? Can you get out of that place and say, God, you know what? I don't see it. I don't even understand it. But I trust you when I can't trace you. I trust you when you tell me to come out. I trust you. And when you come out, guess what? It's going to be some haters. And the enemy is going to be right on your tail. Because guess what? Misery love company. He already lost. He already a defeated foe. So if he can allow situations to come in and, and, and trials come in and stuff fall, and, and you be like, man, this ain't God. Because if this was God, why this happened? And why did this happen? You know why? Because the enemy want to stop you. He want to stop you in the process of what God has for you. But you got to remember what God told you. If he told you something and you know it's God, you got to stand on it. 
You got to say, God, I'm taking you out of this little box. Only you can do this and only you can do that. I'm trusting you for the big things. Hallelujah. We serve a big God. We serve an awesome God. Take them out that little bitty box you got them in. Well, I know God can do this and I know God can do that, but I don't know if he can do that. Oh, yes, he can. Hallelujah. But the question is, can you make your faith big? Hallelujah. Can you put your faith in front? Can you believe God for it? I don't see people go on a dealership on, on, on a car lot and drive off with a brand new car and didn't have a dime in the bank. Why? Because they faith pay for it. Favor is fair. Quit going with these slogans, folks. God, oh, favor ain't fair. The devil is a lie. The Bible said if you walk up right before him, there's no good thing that he will withhold from you. Favor is fair. Favor will pay for some situation. Favor, this is the season that God want to use you to be favored. But you got to not doubt. You can't stay in that little small boat. If Peter would have stayed in that boat, he would have never knew that Jesus was a deliverer. He would have never knew that he can walk on water. Hallelujah. You can walk on that situation you in. You don't have to allow that situation to work on you and walk on you. You don't have to be depressed and, 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 and feeling scared and feeling like I can't make it. That's the enemy. The Bible said we can do all things through Christ Jesus. You open your word and you pray and you fast and you seek God and you remind God of his word. God, you told me that if I seek you and if I diligently seek you, God, you said if I hunger and thirst after righteousness, God, you said you will fill me. You get in his word. Listen, this is not just a book, but this is a book of life. Hallelujah. God can give you life in the midst of your storm. God can take a bad situation. He could take your mess and make a message. Hallelujah. He can do it. Because, listen, he's soon to come back. So we got to get our house in order. We got to get our spiritual house in order. The Antichrist already set up. And a lot of people say, Jesus, I love you so much, I'll die for you. Well, you first got to live for him. You first got to let go of anything that's not pleasing unto God. The Bible says, ain't nothing good in the world. Three things, lust of the eye, pride of life, lust of the flesh. Uh-huh. You got to let go of that. You got to trust God. God want to use you out of your family to make a difference. He wants you to break some generational curses. But honoring to do that, you got to get out the boat. You got to take God out the box. Well, I ain't never seen nobody in my family go to college. I ain't never seen nobody in my family, you know, who couldn't drink and smoke. I, I, I never seen. You never seen it. But guess what? It's possible if you only what? Can believe. He wants you to be changed by the inside. Hallelujah. He want to use you for, for this generational. Listen, he want to use you for the next millennium. He want to use you, man. He want to use you for you to tell your testimony how you were strung out on drugs and alcohol and how God cleaned you up. He can do it. But you got to take him out the box. Hallelujah. You got to take him out of the box and say, I don't know. It sounds good. But guess what? I don't, I don't know if he'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. But you got to put your faith to it. There's nothing that he won't do for you. There's no situation that he won't stop for you. Hallelujah. He laid his life down for you. Are you going to lay yours down? Lay your life down. 
Because truth be told and truth should be told, you done did it your way all these years. Why not try his way? Because everything in this world is temporal. All of this is going to pass away. The drink only lasts so long. The smoke only lasts so long. The woman only lasts so long. The man only lasts so long. But the Bible said he's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. I want something that I can depend on at all times. I want to be caught up in that solid rock. He said, put your mind on things of above and not beneath. Quit having stinking thinking. Quit thinking negative all the time. Lord, I know that you can do this for me, and I believe it. Even if you don't see it, speak it. Speak what you want to see. You got power in your tongue. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. What is you speaking? What is you claiming? Are you claiming victory, or are you claiming you 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 a victim? Or, or, or are you claiming, well, you know, this happened to me and this happened to me, so I, I don't know. No, the devil is a lie. Excuses. Throw away your excuses. Throw away your situation and say, God, I want you to put your supernatural on me. Hallelujah. God, I want you to lay your hands on me. I want you to use me accordingly to your will. That means even if I have to lose friends, that means even if I have to lose relationships, that means even if I have to walk alone, God, I'm willing to do it because I know the best is still yet to come. Hallelujah. I might not see it, God, but I trust you. Hallelujah. I trust you when I can't trace you because he can do it. I once was in a world of sin and drinking and partying and kicking it and looking for love in all the wrong areas. I, I once was living a life of sin and my life was slowly ending because I'm looking for life amongst a dead situation. And God was telling me, let go of that dead situation and let me resurrect your life. Let me give you a new life. Let me show you what living really is. I thought I was living when I was in the streets. I thought I was living when I was dancing to Beyonce and, and Nicki Minaj. I thought I was living, but I was dying. I was the walking dead. But one day, hallelujah, God touched my mind. And guess what? I had a nervous breakdown. Uh-huh. Because I was living in a world of sin. And one day he came and delivered me and set me free. And guess what? Once God put his hands on you, you will never be the same. You will be changed. Hallelujah. You will be changed from the inside. Hallelujah. And somebody will say, man, you look different. You talk different. You just, you don't even talk the way you used to. Because when God changed you, he take all the residue away. That's why I always say, make your next move be a God move. Because if it's a God move, the Bible said that he's more with you, in you, than against you. You got all heaven backing you up. So when you make a, a God move, when you make a God choice, it's going to look strange to the normal person, to the to the you know average Joe. They ain't going to understand it. And they don't supposed to because you're spiritual. So what's spiritual and natural is contrary. So people ain't going to understand when you get the flowing in the spiritual realm. Because God want to make you get out of that boat and get out of that comfortable situation. He want to make you get out. And he already knew a storm was coming. He already knew. He didn't tell him. 
because he wanted to strengthen their faith. He knew that the disciples' faith was not where it should be. So sometimes God will allow things to happen, not to hurt you, but to better you. Sometimes God will allow situations to look real strange and you won't understand it until you out. And then you'll say, man, God, I thank you. God, I thought that thing was going to kill me. But it made you stronger. Uh-huh. It made you better. Not better, not bitter, but it made you better. And so this is the season where you got to press. You got to push. You got to be persistent. You got to be diligently. You got to go hard after your relationship with God because the enemy is always going to be standing there telling you to do the opposite. He always going to be there telling you what you can't do and what you shouldn't do. And you got to stand there and declare the word of God. You got to say, oh, no, my Bible said I can do all things through Christ. My Bible said that I am more than a conqueror. I will not speak defeat, but I am victorious. What is your name today? Victorious. You, you victorious. In Jesus, hallelujah, he made you new in Christ. That's if you're saved and delivered on today. But if you're not saved, your first assignment is to get out the box of sin. Get out get out the boat of sin and submit your life to Christ. To repent, make an altar in your own home. Get around saved and sanctified folks who's walking the life that you can see. Where they're modeling what they're speaking. So you can be a difference in your community. So you can make a difference in your children's lives, in your grandchildren's lives. Can, can you do that on today? Can you can you take God for his word or are you going to dawdle? Listen, I, I hope you have been encouraged by this message. I pray that you take these scriptures down, that you take this word and not just listen to it, but get in your word. Listen to the word. Do the word. We don't want to just keep hearing the word, but you want to apply the word. The devil don't care how much you hear the word. He don't even care if you go to church, long as you don't live the word, long as you don't do the word, long as you don't step out on faith. I love you. Know that Jesus loves you more. Get out the boat and take them out the box in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. No. Thank you, Lord. God has spoken. So let the church.